Welcome to Your Career Podcast, the podcast that helps to ensure your career success. To start getting on track with your career, download my free career goals calendar from thecareersacademy.online. My goals calendar includes a smart goals template and a weekly tasks sheet that will ensure step-by-step you get closer to reaching your career goals. So download my goals calendar today at thecareersacademy.online. Now on with the show. Have you ever wanted to choose the hours you work, choose where you work, choose the people you want to work with, leverage the skills that you really enjoy using and create your own business with unlimited earning potential? Well, one option is to set yourself up as a virtual assistant. You'll be able to work remotely and as long as you have a good internet connection and technical skills that are in demand, you can work from home or choose to go to your client's office or even potentially work from a beautiful sandy beach somewhere. This episode focuses on what it takes to be a virtual assistant. What skills could you leverage? They could be database management, website design, diary management, social media management, podcast editing, events organization, or a host of administrative or other skills. It just depends on what you can and want to offer. One lady who has done this successfully is Diana Holwerder, and in this podcast episode, she tells us how she made the transition from a corporate career to entrepreneur and now is a virtual assistant who also partners with a team of talented service providers who she can tap into as and when the need arises for her clients. This is an episode that tells you how a young mum can be a great mum and be a successful business owner too. Not only that, how you can set yourself up to have a flexible and rewarding business too. Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast that takes your career to the next level. Here's your host, Jane Jackson, author of Amazon Careers bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads. Well, hello and welcome back to my careers podcast where I interview fascinating professionals who've made amazing career changes. And today I'm very lucky to have Diana Holwerder here with me and she is the owner and director of Virtual Assistant for Your Biz. And she's also one of the co-founders of the popular networking group, Mum Entrepreneurs Australia. Diana empowers and encourages women to balance work and family life. She inspires them to use the skills that they already have mastered by assisting them to identify their core skills, pinpoint and segment their target market, and provide them with the tools needed to set up their own business as a virtual assistant. She does this through her Become Empowered and Work From Home as a Virtual Assistant workshop. She's been featured in the Manly Daily, Kidspot, Mashable, the Sydney Morning Herald, and much, much more. So let's welcome Diana to the show. Hi, Diana. Hi, Jane. Thank you for having me. 
Oh, well, I've been looking forward to chatting with you for a while. And as you know, in my podcast, it's all about career transition and how you manage the changes and reinvent yourself. But let's kick off with what your early career aspirations were when you were dreaming about it as a little girl. Um, I've always wanted to travel, travel the world. And as soon as I was old enough, I did. I was 21 and I went to America. And I worked and lived there for a year and traveled all over America. And then when I came back, I couldn't find a job. Um, and the, I had a diploma in marketing and management and couldn't find a job. Went back to school and became a secretary. That led me then, um, for some reason, with American Airlines. And I worked with them um, in reservations. Did that for a year and a half. Again, traveled the world. Um, had lots of fun, um, worked at Dublin, Ireland, then moved to London and worked at the um, London Heathrow Airport. Um, so again, lots of travel. That led me to actually um, in Australia. And this is where I had a look around and I thought, oh, this sounds like a very interesting place. And when I was 26, I moved to Sydney, Australia and... I never looked back really. So I'd never really had a career plan. My, my idea was to work in an advertising agency. Um, that never happened. I ended up working as a secretary, um, a PA, and then an office manager. Um, then after so many years working here in Australia, I ended up getting married. I had two beautiful children and... I decided after I had my first child that um, going back to work was just not going to work out for us. And within a year, I had started up my own business working from home, um, providing office support to business owners here locally on the northern beaches of Sydney. I never really had a career as such. I was never a career girl. However, I knew that when I became a mum, staying at home, was never going to be for me either. I was never going to be one of those mums who was going to make all the beautiful little muffins and do all the crafty things with my kids. I always wanted to do something outside of the home. Um, And I think by working from home as a virtual assistant, plus I was doing on-site support as well, for me it was the perfect combination. Plus I was making a bit of an income. Um, The first two years were hard because I was – probably undercharging myself and I was having way too many clients because I kept saying yes to everybody. Um, Then I had number two, my second child coming um, and I realized that was going to be just too much for me to handle and that's when I started to learn how to say no to people, um, value my, my services and increase my hourly rate. I learned a lot. Those first two years were really important for me. Um, I learned to be more assertive. So I'm not a very aggressive person. I I don't go out and demand things. But becoming a business owner has given me a lot of, um, you know, new tools, new things, new skills that I've learned. Um, And then, well, it's been nine years now. And now I'm very happy to say that I now teach other women, other mums, how they can set up their business working from home. So that even... Um, I mean, I love doing that. That just sort of ins- it really inspires me. And occasionally the women who have come through my workshop 
will come up to me at the local shopping center and they tell me what they've done and how far they've come and how that I have inspired them by taking that first step. So, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful that this opportunity came up to me and, um, well, I sort of developed it. But I, I love that I had sort of that brainwave, you know. And um, as you said before, I was running a network group with um, my ex-business partner um, called Mom Entrepreneurs. And I guess we did that for five years. So that was something that I had never done before. I never did events. I um, had no experience in that area at all. And I learned again so much, learned to network, learned to stand in front of a group of 40 women and, and, and have a speech, and, and, you know, and, um, which was quite nerve-wracking. Mm. There were a lot of times I would sort of wing it and then halfway through I would realize that I should have probably been more prepared so I learned a lot of things. I learned to write my notes and be more prepared. And uh, we started looking for more interesting speakers. And um, I found that I really like doing events and doing my workshops now. Um, being standing there in the front of a group of, um, you know, a group of 10, 15 women, um, even though I get still a little bit nervous, it does not intimidate me. I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy doing it. And then if you see the women who um, take the opportunity, they walk out of there and they go, yes, I can do this. And later on, they, they do. They, they get back in touch with me and they said that they've set up a business and they um, want to share their website with me and getting that back, um, you know, that feedback from me. And um, I love seeing that. I love mm -hmm. it. I've had mm -hmm. some people say, why would I do it? Would I not be seeing them as competition and I've always said no there's so much work out there for everybody everybody has their own specific niche um one client might prefer me um the other client might say look I don't like working with you I prefer the other person so to me it's I don't see it as competition I think there's so much work around and I work with clients in um, in the US mostly, um, some in the UK. I unfortunately don't work with a lot of people here in Australia anymore. But, um, yeah, I think this it's been inspiring what I've done and um, I'm very happy to continue. Yeah, well, it's really interesting how your career has progressed because you, you found ways to make it work from leaving the Netherlands, which is your home. Yeah to go into Dublin and then to London and then at the age of 26 moving to Sydney and then working yep. in administrative EAPA type roles before going into reservation sales with American Airlines and developing your communication skills and all of that travel. It would have given you a really good international outlook and yeah. so many of us you know when when you have children then it's like oh okay am I going to continue working after we finish mat leave and go back into full-on career or how can I balance did you find that you were a little bit torn between should I be spending more time as mum or I really want to progress my career was that a, a little bit challenging for you um I think especially when they were really young but um, I think I'm much more, I'm a better mum for it, to be honest. I'm a, I'm a happier person when I go out and do these things. Um, occasionally, you know, my kids will say, oh, I wish I could stay home. And 
sometimes I will give in. I honestly, I'll, I'll admit that. I'll go, okay, let's have a day off. And, you know, they can stay home for one day. They know that they have to go back to school the following day, but we can just have a day off and they just want to just relax and just hang out with me. And that's fine. And I'm, I'm grateful that I can offer that to them as well. Um, I think when they were little, I found it quite hard to um, leave them, but they, most of the times they would actually go to my mother-in-law, so they wouldn't actually stay with a stranger. So that made it a little bit easier for me. Um, I have missed a few things along the way, like, you know, I would come and pick them up and my mother-in-law said, oh, they said mama to me. And I'm like, oh, I've missed that. <laughs> I've completely missed out on that first word. It was actually um, another mum here on the Northern Beaches who offered me the opportunity to uh, work for her. However, she said, um, you have to be a subcontractor. Um, you have to register your ABN. So I had no idea about um, becoming a business owner. I never wanted to be a business owner. I always thought it was too much hassle and too much responsibility. Um, but I did. It took me, what, 15 minutes to, to register. I was quite excited about the whole new um, direction my life was taking and I was having my business cards designed and I set up my own website in the beginning. And, you know, like I said, that first, those first two years, I had so many clients because by, you know, people just referring me and finding out about that I was offering this and I could come to their office or their home office right here on the Northern Beaches, I wasn't doing the, the nine to five, Monday to Friday career thing. Do you know what I mean? I was mm -hmm. gone for like four hours mm -hmm. and then I would be back again. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was a nice diversion for me. I was able to go to somebody else's house, um, have a look at their mess, and usually it was a lot less messy than my place, um, work on somebody else's computer. I learned to work on a Mac instead of a PC. Um, and I was having some adult conversation, which I was really missing way in the beginning when, you know, when your children are little, all you, all you're doing is talking to, to babies and, um, and telling them what to do and what not to do. So it was very stimulating for me. Now, some mums feel, you know, like the mummy guilt for leaving the children, but then others, Sometimes, as, as yeah. you say, you need to be uh, happy within yourself as well. So if you can find a, a good balance so that you've got the time with the kids, but also have some time for yourself where you feel that you're doing something that maybe, you know, is contributing as well and still using using your brain in addition to being a wonderful mum. That's finding well, that that's happy medium is important. Yeah, I mean I've learned more these last nine years mm -hmm. being a business owner and being um, you know, working as a virtual assistant then I think I would have if I had stayed in um, employment. Mm. You know, I learned to create websites. I learned to design newsletters and, you know, um, what, what social media was all about and all these different social media platforms and how to use those and how to set up a, an ad campaign. I would have never used that if I had stayed as, a, as an office manager or as a PA. Mm. Maybe social media, but, you know. All those other things, they, they tend to get, you know, looked after by an IT department or it gets outsourced to somebody else. With your virtual assistant for your biz, tell mm -hmm. us about this business and what are all of the um, services that you're able to provide to other 
uh, mums who are thinking about, you know, getting into the business as well as helping other small businesses? Um, okay, so my business um, is actually, it's not just me. I've got a team of uh, six virtual assistants. Um, most of them are based here in Australia. I've got a copywriter. I've got a website developer. I've got somebody who looks after the social media. I've got somebody who is similar um, to my skills, so who has a secretarial background, um, who can do some formatting, um, who can do um, database management. So when I started out, I was offering a lots of different types of services. I have now narrowed it down to just focusing on online marketing. So we mostly focus on building websites, building newsletters, and building databases um, and looking after all of that. Um, we, so, and we do social media as well. So we set them up. We set all the platforms up. We design the, the, the layout of it. And we can look after the social media for people. Um, we can also run ad campaigns. What I recommend to women who come through my workshop when I teach them, they said, oh, what, what should I offer as a service? And I'm like, you can offer, you know, narrow it down, just offer maybe three or four services. And they're like, oh, but what if that's not enough? And I said, well, you can get people through the door by those two or three services. Once you have your first client, you can then say, well, actually, apart from doing social media, I can also do graphic design. I can also do copywriting. I can also do website building um, or looking, you know, managing your website. So that is what I've learned. Instead of offering so many services, I just have narrowed it down. I have now a niche where I just focus on the online marketing, mainly because after all those years, I've realized that's what I enjoy most. So. What you enjoy most is what you're going to do the best. Mm. And the jobs that like database management, that's how I started out. I did not enjoy. It was time consuming. It, um, it was boring. However, it was my foot in the door. So a lot of the clients initially signed up with me. Why, you know, I would pick up shoe boxes filled with uh, business cards and I would take them home and I would turn them all into a spreadsheet and then send them back to the client. Then after a while, people would say, okay, what else can you do? And I'm like, great. These are all my other services that I can offer. This is what I mostly focus on. And this is what I also try to tell the, um, the women, the moms that come through my workshop is to, before you do anything, have a good think about what you want to offer as a service. Start out small. Don't offer everything under the sun. Because people are not going to believe that. They think your quality of service that you provide is usually not very good. So you offer three or four services and then later on you can expand. I always, um, one of the main things that I've learned is um, it's easier to go back to your existing clients and offer them different types of services than to actually go out and find new clients, which is a much more time consuming and, you know, um, exhausting to be honest it's easy to just go back to the clients that you already have and see what how else you can help them you know mm. in, in in growing their business yeah because you've already developed the reputation there and they know That's you right. they like you they trust you and yeah. so if you can say oh okay i can get up to speed 
with this as well, then you've already got that good relationship because you know, you're absolutely right. Getting the new client is the hard thing, but then upselling in a way to existing clients to say, hey, I can also help you in this area makes such a difference. But niching, I think, for any business is important because too many business owners think, oh, we're going to get into this and then we'll get into that. And, yeah. and then if I cast my net wide enough, I'll get lots of business. The problem is, is that you get a lot of rubbish too. So it's much better just to focus on area of expertise. And you're absolutely right with regard to do what you enjoy doing because then you can do so much more of it and you won't get bored, will you? No, and I think when you do occasionally, occasionally we'll have some deadlines for newsletters that need to go out. And because it's second nature to me and I enjoy doing it, Sometimes when I have to do it, like I don't really do any evening uh, work anymore or on the weekend. If I have to, if it's at 10 o'clock at night, I don't mind because I'm happy to do it. I enjoy doing it. If somebody says, oh, can you enter all these numbers into a spreadsheet at 10 o'clock at night, even though it's a really good client, I'll be saying, no, I'm sorry, because mm -hmm. I know I won't be able to focus. I know I'll probably get sleepy and trying to look at these numbers and it's not going to happen and I'll do them. I won't do a very good job at it. Mm -hmm. So building a newsletter or uploading, you know, a new contact list into um, MailChimp, for instance, it, it will take me, what, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of my time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I've, I've, and I had to learn that, unfortunately. I, I didn't know this, but after so many years, um, I realized that by actually focusing on the jobs, on the service that I enjoy most, it was easy for me to do the job and clients were actually coming back for it. Now, your, your passion is in the online marketing and helping people yes. to build their businesses. And so now you've mentioned MailChimp as well. What, what, mm. what are the, um, the systems or the software as a service that you recommend your clients to use? Um, so there's actually a couple of new softwares out there that I'm working with um, at the moment. But... I think the basic setup that any business should have is obviously a website. Um, you would need um, a newsletter software. So I recommend MailChimp. MailChimp is for the first 2,000 subscribers. is free of charge. Um, it allows you to uh, create an opt-in form that you could put on your website. Um, for the website, I would recommend WordPress. There's, if, if you are going to be an online shop, I would recommend Shopify. There's a couple of um, other programs out there. Like I use um, Canva a lot, um, which is, again, a free software that allows you to design um, Facebook um, banners and newsletter, newsletter banners um, and lots of images that you can use for social media as well. So one of the new softwares I'm working with at the moment, and I've, you and I have spoken about that before, is ClickFunnels. I'm using that quite a bit um, for my own workshop. I'm starting to share it with some of my clients. They're a bit hesitant. And that's more, I think, because ClickFunnels has a monthly subscription fee. So that's, that makes people a bit hesitant. But I have to say, for me, it works really well. ClickFunnels is like, it almost gets rid of the whole website and MailChimp. It's like a one-stop program, basically. So it has a landing page. People can um, either open it. They can actually op um, sign up to 
for instance, getting a, an ebook or they can sign up to getting um, view a webinar and it allows you to upsell or downsell depending on what people are clicking on. Um, you have already get, gotten their um, email address, so you're already building a database as well. And so people can already buy something within that click funnel. So I'm loving this new program at the moment, but it's not a free one. Yeah, software as a system is fabulous. There are so many tools out there that can help small business owners to get up and running without having to pay a fortune. And it's great that uh, during your workshop, you're able to explain to people who are aspiring to become uh, entrepreneurs or setting up their own virtual assistant business that they can actually set themselves up very inexpensively and get up and running in a very short period of time. So that's really inspiring for moms who've maybe got children and they feel that they're stuck. And what else could I do? So it's almost like, um, look, if you're not sure what you can do, as long as you've got skills that you can market, you can become a virtual assistant. That's right. And one of the things I share in the workshop is that um, just because the name virtual assistant in it can be a little bit misleading. People automatically assume it relates to personal assistant, so it must be secretarial. But basically a virtual assistant um, can be anything, anything that can be done remotely using the internet and having access you know, to a computer. So you could be a journalist, you could be a graphic designer, a website developer, you could be you know, looking after social media, um, you know, like myself, I've gone more towards the technical side of running a business instead of the more secretarial. Um, so that's why we do a lot of online marketing. So you need more technical skills, setting up a newsletter and, 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 and looking after a website and all that. Um, but, you know, there's many, I've, when people come through the workshop and they're sort of confused, they don't know what skills they should use and so that's when we do a little bit of digging when we first started the workshop i asked them what did you do before this you know what is your background um you know some of them did event management and they go oh how can i do that now i said well you can you still can do event management you might have to go on site so depending on what you want to offer as a service you can still offer event management you can have other people you know in other cities checking out venues for you if you wanted to, but the organization of an event can be done remotely. You don't have to be in an office to do that. Mm. So um, I had a lovely lady um, years ago who um, she did actually some writing for me um, and then she ended up, um, what happened with her? That's right. She was a journalist at the um, Sydney Morning Herald and she got pregnant with twins. She was meant to go back to work after that. She decided after the twins, it was absolutely impossible. And so she said, she came to me and she said, what should I do? And I said, you already have the perfect um, profession. You are a journalist. You can write anywhere. So that's what she ended up doing. So she does freelancing now and um, she writes ghost articles for, for business owners, you know, people who have been asked to write an article but actually don't have the skills to write an article for a magazine. Um, She rewrites resumes. She updates LinkedIn profiles sometimes. She also writes short stories for people. Um, It's 
I think it's probably been the best thing for her. And she is able to stay home and look after her children. Mm. You know, so there's many different options. It's not just secretarial. That's what a, a lot of people seem to think, but it's not. Yeah, well, remote workers now, it's so much a trend where so many people do want to work from home. And whether you're a journalist or you're a writer or whether you're a project manager, because of all the tools that you can use and because of, um, say, Skype or using Zoom and being able to, to work remotely very easily with everybody, it's, it's made it more of a global economy and every, the world is. is a lot smaller now, isn't it? So, so Diana, if someone wanted to find out more about your business, where would mm-hmm. they be able to find you? Um, so I have a website, which is www.virtualassistant number four. So that's numeric four, your biz, B-I-Z dot com. If they want to find out a little bit more about the workshop, um, they can go to uh, www.virtualassistantworkshop. Uh, and then again, numeric four, mums. I <laughs> have all of these uh, links on my show notes on janejacksoncoach.com. So if you want Fantastic. to find out more about becoming a virtual assistant or having a chat with Diana to find out you know, how, how she actually made this transition into becoming a successful VA and trainer of virtual assistants as well, um, you can learn a lot more about her. So thank you so much for your time today, Diana, and sharing all, all of, all of the, the different tools that you use and how you train others in, into becoming a virtual assistant. And actually, it's almost like freedom for mums, isn't it? It enables them it to be able to do something different, whereas, you know, they might have felt, you know, what, what, what else can I do now? Do I actually go back to work and become an employee again? Um, or can I start to take control of my own time so that I can have time with my children and enjoy it? That's right. And potentially earn more. Mm. Than if you then if if they stayed in employment, to be yeah, honest, absolutely very inspiring. So thank you so thank much you. for your time, Diana. Wish you all Thanks, the best in the world for the virtual assistant workshop and everything else that you do. And we will talk to you again soon. Great, absolute pleasure. Thank you very much, Jane. Thank you, Diana. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to find out how coaching can help you, visit janejacksoncoach.com where not only will you be able to listen to other fascinating interviews from professionals who've made amazing career changes, you'll also be able to download some free ebooks and guides on how to manage your career effectively. You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. The Career Success Program is the original program that uniquely provides 24-7 on-demand career support and fortnightly live career coaching sessions to keep you on track to reach your career goals. It is the essential resource for anyone who wants to manage their career effectively, make a career change and land the job they'll love. 
Whether you're in exploration mode or seeking a new career direction and need help to make it a reality, the Career Success Programme is for you. Not only do you get access to my step-by-step roadmap to navigate your career crossroads, my extensive training library and exclusive members-only discounts and tools, you'll also become part of my supportive community of professionals who will help you with feedback, encouragement and advice. All this and more makes the Career Success Program the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow their career. Check it out and join me at thecareersacademy.online.